Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glamour Girl Bikini, Amy Enger. And today I'm joined by Coach Lee Marie Hostetter. Welcome to the show. Lee Marie, how's it going? It is going great. It's great to be back on the show. Yeah. So we're just going to do a reflection of the past year and then kind of goal setting for the new year. Um, We all have, you know, holidays coming up here and with the new year, it's always good to just, I feel like, think about the past year, kind of what you've accomplished, what, you know, you can be proud of, whether it's personal, fitness, whatever it may be. So I've encouraged all of my clients this year to reflect on their accomplishments. Um, so what they're most proud about in 2023. And then I challenged all of them to kind of summarize it in one word, um, which is not an easy task to do. If you have to summarize an entire year in one word, you know, think about that. What would that be for you listeners? And then um, another really great practice too, along with that is just once you've kind of looked at, okay, these are the things I've accomplished. Now, what I want to be able to say, you know, I'm proud of that I did in 2024 and kind of summarizing that in one word so that you have a focal point to kind of look forward in the future. So that's kind of what I pushed my clients to do. I did it myself as well. And I just felt like it was a really good practice for me um, just to kind of, you know, do an audit of like, okay, what did I actually accomplish? And then what am I looking forward to strive for in 2024? So what are your thoughts on that? I love it. I really want to hear what yours are. Are you going to share them with us? (laughs) Um, Well, I am glad to do that. You're kind of putting me on the spot. I wasn't ready for that. Well, you can't give us this whole explanation and not give us an example. Yeah. So, I mean, if I think about what I accomplished from this year, I feel like the word resilient Mm. really sums up a lot of what happened to me personally and professionally in 2023. Um, So resiliency and some of the things I'm proud about um, personally is uh, kind of coming back to the church and renewing my spirituality um, with my family. Um, My daughter's been a huge role in that and getting me and my husband back to church. So that's been really something that's been super important for me personally. Um, And then just fitness wise, I have, you know, this year was more about my clients and kind of focusing on my career and all that. And I feel like I really accomplished what I set out to do with like my clients and just taking them to pro qualifiers and getting top placements pretty much for every single one of my clients this year. So, um, and then just like first timers, you know, meddling in every category. Um, those were some goals that I had personally. Um, and, you know, I've been quietly working on a goal that I've kind of set aside for next year. So, um, yeah, uh, I kind of want to keep that one private for now. I love it. Um, just I, love it. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag as far as like what I'm doing, but definitely it's a new, new venture for me in fitness mm-hmm. this coming year. And I've kind of been quietly working on that. Um, so I've just taken a lot of time to just still like work on my craft as far as like my own physique and, you know, I have not missed days in the gym unless it was a scheduled rest day. But um, but yeah, so it's been like a little bit of a, a shift, but I'm excited um, 
for my goals uh, coming up here in March and April. So yeah. How about you? Okay. So my word, I love that you made us do this exercise too, as your athletes, um, because like, I know everyone probably already knows this, but Amy is my coach, even though I'm a coach as well. Um, And so it really forced me to kind of reflect on the whole year. And so my word was awareness. And like, I wanted to say self-awareness, but that's kind of two words, but it's basically the same. But I feel like I found out a lot by failing this year. I feel like I did a lot of things wrong and learned from the, I kind of learned things the hard way this year. I had a really grindy prep, almost wanted to quit like so many different times throughout the year because my body was just not making the progress that I felt like it should be making. And so there's a lot that I learned about um, managing stress, um, prioritizing recovery, taking days off. I now I learned this in this is like retroactively or retrospectively or whatever the word is, like looking back that I'm going to try and implement this coming year. I didn't do a very good job of implementing it this year, but looking back, I'm learning that I need to prioritize managing my stress. I need to prioritize recovery, rest, um, really good nutrition, you know, eating more, like actually practicing those things versus just grind, 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 push, 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 you know, chug a energy drink and handle it, you know, go to the gym seven days a week, hour and a half of cardio, like all this kind of stuff. Your body is not going to respond the way that you want it to respond. You're going to just stretch yourself way too thin and, you know, work yourself sick. So, I think I've learned a lot about like being aware of my body and the things I need to do to slow down and to prioritize recovery. And then um, looking into the next year, my, my word ever since I got my feedback from my last show, my word and my goal for 2024 is density. And I mean that for building muscle and just being consistent with everything, but also in the areas of my life, like um, my, like my, you know, relationship, like you mentioned with going back to church, like my relationship, my faith, um, my relationship with my family and friends, um, just different aspects of my life where I feel like the, the feedback that I got from the head judge, Becky, was that I had good structure. I needed density. So just keep going. And I feel like I have good structure in all of those areas of my life. And the goal is to keep building density and see each one of those things deepen, build more quality muscle, work more on my, you know, building my career, building my coaching, building my athletes, um, building my faith building my relationships with friends and family and things like that. So that's my goal for 2024. I love that. Yeah, that's great. That I, when I think about relationships, I just want quality over quantity. I've always been that person where I just want to dive really deep and getting to know like just a small group of people and have just really quality relationships. And I feel like, you know, that's so cool that you are translating that to like workout and life because It's so true. Quality over quantity is so much better in my book. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, I've really been focusing a lot too. I started doing this this year, 
but even more so next year, my intention just as from a gym standpoint is to focus less on quant like quantity, like not mm-hmm. only like the amount of times sessions, hours I'm in the gym every week, but really making the time count. And then also not focusing so much on the amount of weight that I'm pushing, but on the quality of each rep and each like mind muscle connection and that stuff like that. <laughs> And that will create some density in those muscles. So oh, good one. yeah. So I encourage you listeners to try to do the same thing. I think it's a really good practice. I think, you know, when we think about uh, New Year's resolution, we hear all the stats about people that, you know, 80% of those resolutioners will fall off by February. And so you might find the gyms are super packed in the beginning of January when everybody kind of is highly motivated after the new year, after the holidays, they've maybe put on some weight. And then those kind of fall to the wayside after a couple of weeks when real life kind of hits and we have the monotony of different things. So Lee Marie and I are going to go over some different tricks and ways that you can goal set. And the first one we're going to talk about is habit stacking because habit stacking is such a good way to get a new type of activity started by pairing it with an old. So tips that I've done in the past um, when I think about habit stacking, I think about, um, you know, like if I were to see like, okay, I really need to work on posing and I'm not putting this in my daily routine when I need to. So I weigh myself every morning on the scale. So I would put my heels next to the scale. So I'd habit stack that. And then I really did start working on posing every day because the scale thing was something that I already had automatically programmed in my brain to do first thing when I woke up. And so pairing that with that habit, I was able to pose every day as well. Um, what are, what's one example that you can think of off the top of your head that you've had to habit stack a new practice with an old to make it successful? Can you think of any? Well, I can give some examples that I have written down here too. Yeah, you, to you give some examples. Well, I actually, thinking. your first one about listening to podcasts and, um, or YouTube videos doing your cardio, um, mm-hmm. that one is one that I have put into practice. Uh, I have actually, I won't, I'll save YouTube videos, my favorite YouTube videos, and I won't let myself watch them unless I'm doing cardio. And that actually makes me, or steps, that makes me look forward to my cardio or steps um, and actually want to get it done. So that's definitely one that I've put into practice. Yeah. I have a couple examples here, just kind of like generic ones. So like, for example, if you're a coffee lover and um, you hit the gym, like you're trying to incorporate getting to the gym consistently, this isn't maybe exactly like a prep lifer because I'm sure none of us have trouble like getting motivated to get to the gym, Mm -hmm. but some people are. Um, So, you know, using that caffeine to kind of like boost your performance. So thinking about um, that and what I do, and I mean, obviously I'm going to eat my breakfast every day, like that's a non-negotiable, but I'll put my cardio before I eat so that when I'm really hungry in the morning, you know, I tell myself, okay, I'm not going to eat my breakfast until I get my cardio done. And for some reason that really motivates me. So that might relate well to prep lifers. Um, Another example I have here listed is just like if you walk your dog daily, you can make it like more of a like interval jog. Um, If you're trying to incorporate some more cardio, it'll help your 
your dog, um, you know, with their getting outside like they need to every day. And it kind of gives you a built in accountability partner. But if you know you're going to walk them anyway, then maybe like set a goal like, you know, maybe it's used to be like you took your dog out just to go to the bathroom. But now you're saying like, okay, when I walk them, I'm going to make sure I get at least like a thousand steps when Mm -hmm. I take them out. So I have um, another good one. So I started doing this, um, I think this year, but my, I have this habit of the first thing I do when I get up is I make coffee and I drink coffee first. And I wanted to get, I wanted to be the person that drank water first. So I now have a shaker cup of water that I keep in the fridge. And while I'm making my coffee in the morning, I put in my creatine and I know I have to take my creatine every day into the shaker. And then I will either put in, um, I have these little electrolyte packets, um, that are stevia sweetened. So I'll put in one of those to flavor it, make it taste good. Or if I'm not doing electrolytes, I'll just use my BCAAs, which also tastes great. And then I will finish that. My goal is to finish that 32 ounce thing of water you know, by the time I finish my coffee. (laughs) So I don't necessarily drink all the water before I start my coffee, but both of them are done before I leave the house. And that also helps me get a head start on my water too. And then right next to my coffee stuff that I make, I I have my vitamins. So the different supplements that I take from first form, uh, my vitamins, anything else that I need to be taking at that point. And that just helps me remember and be consistent. Um, so that's, that's a way of habit stacking because I look forward, like I will literally look forward to my coffee as I go to bed. I'll be like, I can't wait to get up and have my coffee. Um, <laughs> and, but it makes me accountable to get water in and to take my vitamins too and get my creatine. So yeah. Other just traditional things that you do every day, like brushing your teeth. Mm-hmm. I know for me, like when I brush my teeth at night, I immediately foam roll after. And that was mm-hmm. a habit stacker that I had paired um, a long time ago. And I've just, I continuously do it. I have it now programmed in my brain and you just have to like use those neural pathways yep. uh, to kind of get that habit formed. And then once you get it formed and then it becomes um, you know, just very mm-hmm. habitual and easy to do every day where you don't have to use brain power to think about it. So yeah, every time I brush my teeth at night, I foam roll right after. I and- do, um, I do vacuums while I'm brushing my teeth, like stomach oh, nice. vacuums. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. I love that. Okay. So as far as creating exercise goals, so it's super important. And I know I've talked about this on this podcast a million mm-hmm. times about smart goals, so specific, measurable, achievable, or attainable. Um, the R is um, like realistic or relevant. Mm-hmm. Both words can be used interchangeably. And then the T is time sensitive. So I'm going to give you guys an example. Basically, like if I just say, for instance, I'm going to exercise more. Mm-hmm. That's not really specific. You have no idea like, okay, how much more like – you know, there's not an easy way of tracking that. But if you specifically say, I'm going to walk 30 minutes a day for the next month, then the walking is specific from a time standpoint. And then if you say daily, it's very measurable because you know if you do it or not. Um, And then achievable 30 minutes, I think anyone can do 30 minutes of movement a day um, versus like three hours. 
And then relevant. So walking is very low impact. Most populations can do that. And, you know, for competitors or just general population, it's a healthy habit to get into to make sure you're doing steps. Um, and then time bound. So the entire next month. So like mm -hmm. 30 days of 30 minutes of walking, you can see that it's tangible. You know, if you met it um, because of the specificity of it. I don't know if I said that right, word right. <laughs> Anyway, we got um, we yeah, so anything to add on SMART goals? I mean, I, I definitely think they're, they're smart. <laughs> um, they're, it's necessary. I mean, you have to, in order to do something, you have to know what you're doing, how long you're doing it for, why, why you're doing it. You know, I think the, the relevant or realistic, you know, um, one is really important. Like, how does this relate to your life? How is this going to benefit you? Make a goal that's specific to your goal in life. Like if you want to get more fit, you need to have a goal that's specific to, you know, fitness or to health or whatever those that might entail. If you want to be more toned or more strong, you might want to have a specific resistance training, like get specific to figure out what it is that you want and then how you can get there. Yeah. And I mean, in the prep life, it's, you know, you might have lagging body part that you want to focus more yeah. on. Maybe your feedback was that your waist isn't as small as it needs to be, or you didn't have good core control. So you need mm -hmm. to have a daily ab vacuuming goal and things like that. So, um, so some of the benefits of this habit stacking, um, one, it's going to improve your consistency. So it's going to be much easier to be consistent. Uh, it's going to be a better way to track progress. It's going to increase your motivation because you're going to actually see the results mm -hmm. by, you know, doing that consistency. It really boosts your motivation and then it just reduces procrastination. So, you know, delaying, skipping things, there's really like you're not going to skip brushing your teeth, hopefully, <laughs> every day. Yeah. So clearly that's there. Um, mm -hmm. So those are kind of some of the benefits and then um, challenges and overcoming them. Did you want to kind of over some of that like common obstacles and things that come up yeah yeah so I love the point about motivation um and lack of motivation is often due to unclear goals or lacking progress and so as we you know as we put these goals out as we are consistent we're going to make progress when we see progress we get motivated so i think a lot of people think that they need the motivation first but really the motivation comes as you're making that progress and so i love that point and so if you have lack of motivation or your busy schedule you just keep putting things off um some tips to overcome that would be to set clear, achievable fitness goals. So lose weight. If so, how much? You know, what body fat percentage in what amount of time? Um, is it getting better eating habits? Is it to improve your strength? Is it to improve that one lagging body part that you, you know, got feedback from the judges for? Um, and if you have a clear and achievable goal, then, you know, once you start getting to work and start seeing progress, then that motivation will follow. And then another tip is to prioritize physical health, treat your workouts like any other important 
appointment. So, you know, prioritize, maybe write down some, some long-term reasons why your physical health is important to you. And I'm, I'm thinking like 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the line, why is your health today important to you then? Um, establish a routine. Consistency is key in forming habits. This is one reason I love a daily goal because if you miss one day, that is easy to track. If you have a goal that's like, well, I'm going to exercise three times a week. It can be easy to put it off, to procrastinate still, to you know let your schedule get away from you. If you have something that you have to do every single day, prioritize that. It just makes it easier to check it off and you never want to miss a day. Um, and then hire a coach or an expert in the area of your goal um, to support your goal. So to provide you with that accountability, to help you recognize if your goals are smart, if they are, you know, attainable, if they're realistic or how to um, lay out a timeline, how to do those steps um, and really just support you in your um, in your journey. I definitely recommend that one. Yeah. So I think after you've done the reflection, so you've kind of like done an audit of this year. And then you project like what big goals you want. And I would encourage everybody to kind of like hit the major categories. So like, you know, finance, education or knowledge, um, your personal relationships, like family, um, friends, social life, you know, spirituality. If you feel that way, um, you know, your fitness goals obviously are important too. like your career, you know hit those major categories and like some things that you want to long-term accomplish for next year in 2024. And then use these smart goals as tools for the minutiae to like chunk them down. So I feel like all great things happen in just ordinary practices every day. And I know that that's like the answer that no one wants to hear, but the minutiae of just being the same boring habits every single day is what gets you the long-term win. So you can't, you have to go into the big, hairy, audacious goal with the expectation that this is going to take time Mm -hmm. and kind of putting that scaffolding together through using the SMART goals. You can kind of feel those daily wins, even though like you're not getting the feedback all the time. So you may not lose weight if that's your goal every week. You may not lose the inches you want. You may not build the amount of muscle that you want. You're not going to always see that progress. So we can't really rely on that as like, are we doing well through the mm-hmm. results? So mm-hmm. through the the habitual practices, the daily boring stuff that you are going to do, that's going to lead to the greatness. And it's just those people that can do it repetitively day by day, you know, every single day, like mm-hmm. live within that 24 hours, really mm-hmm. accomplish and win that day. All of those days are going to stack up to getting there. And there's going to be days that you're going to hit bumps in the road and things like that. But again, if you can have that resiliency where you just keep going and you keep trying your best, um, that's where, that's where success is found. It's just in like the nitty gritty, everyday, boring stuff. So, all right. If you are struggling or, you know, you're, you've come across an obstacle, I have a couple of tips here. I'll start with the first one. Uh, and I've, I've already said it, but just set smaller attainable goals. And by doing that, 
um, you know, it's going to help you achieve what you're wanting. So um, in this example, they say, you know, like if you're planning on writing a book, you know, you want to aim to write 300 words a day. You want to chunk it down so that eventually by the end of the year, you will get there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're starting your running journey, you're not going to go out and like try to run a marathon on day one. You're going to want to work towards maybe like a 5K and then like after, you know, six months, like a 10K and things like that. So just make sure that, you know, you, again, have those like that scaffolding so that it's like building up to that certain point. A lot of competitors, they'll have, um, and, you know, spoiler alert, our next episode is going to be about show planning. And I think that that's a really important thing to do now when the NPC and the IFBB are kind of taking a break until the Arnold in um, the end of February. It's important right now we have like the national shows out there so you can kind of build like based on what you need to do for the next year, you know, with those goal dates in mind um, and kind of reverse engineering these goals. So uh, we'll get more into that in our next episode. But do you want to take number two for how to overcome obstacles? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love this one. Number two is to have an end goal in mind. So that's why I love the reflection on 2023 and looking forward to 2024, like every year, because like you said, you're not going to lose weight. If you're, if your goal is to lose weight, you're not going to lose weight every day. Right. But if our goal is, you know, to end 2024, having lost weight, that's, that's a much more realistic thing to keep in mind. But what I also love is I I did this, I've done this my last couple of preps is every time I'm running sprints or doing really hard cardio, I literally will envision myself on stage. And I envision myself going through my posing routine, all of those things. I mean, you could do this when you're training or whatever, but sprints are just sometimes hard for me mentally to get to really, really push myself. Um, But getting that vision in my head and like imagining my last show, imagining my next show, walking through my posing routine and seeing those judges look at me, it's so motivating to push yourself and go hard. So envision your goal if it's if you're a competitor and it's a show envision yourself on the stage, play that out in your head while you're working out, while you're doing your cardio, let that just that goal drive you. Imagine the people around you, you know, those, those girls that are standing next to you in that line that are working just as hard or harder than you right now. Let that drive you to push yourself even harder in the middle of your cardio and your workouts. Yeah. And number three is just avoid multitasking by deeper work. So just really compartmentalizing on like certain times where you're setting aside to focus on one thing if it requires, you know, your your utmost attention. So uh, an example that I would say would be really prevalent is if you have your phone with you while you're working out, I would highly recommend that you put it on like airplane mode or silent, especially if you're one that has to look at your phone for your workout guidance, Mm -hmm. because a lot of times I'll find that, you know, I'll start responding to text messages that clients are giving me, or like, I'll start, like, I'll see a notification on Instagram or whatever it is. And I get distracted when I really need to be focusing on my workout and my lifts and my mind muscle connection and keeping my intensity at the gym. And if I'm trying to respond to people, like they they can wait, you know, I, I can have this hour 
to myself where I can completely clear all responsibilities and it will be more efficient that way. I will be able to respond in a more focused way to my clients if I set aside time to respond to their texts or, you know, their messages in the portal. And I set aside that time specifically for that, um, then it makes me more efficient as a coach and as an athlete. So Mm -hmm. I love that. So then the last one is to exercise your willpower. Um, So scientists believe that one's will can actually be fatigued just as muscles become weak after too much activity as well. Um, There's a couple of things that I do to exercise my willpower. So I think one of them is to actually work it like a muscle. So one thing that I do is if I, if my brain comes up with an excuse, like again, with the cardio, if I'm running sprints and I could get away with just doing one more sprint and sort of it's, it's basically 20 minutes, right. Or I could fit two more sprints in. If I, if my mind, if my brain tells me I could do one more today, immediately because my brain tried to give me that excuse, I'm going to go back with, nope, I'm going to do two. And the next one is going to be even faster. Like I have to step it up. And that is my way of like working that willpower muscle. Um, And then the other thing is just to be aware of throughout the day, if you've been making decisions and exercising your willpower all throughout the day, it might be fatigued by the time you get to your workout at night or something like that. And so try to save um, save willpower on decisions that could just be automatic, you know, make make them habits. Don't even don't even exercise or use willpower on things like should I cheat on my diet or, you know, should I work out or not? Like just have those things written down their goals. You're going to do them. You're not even thinking about it. Save your willpower for when it really you really need to use it. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's been studies that actually show where if you have a jar of cookies out, Mm -hmm. um, that you're much, much more likely to actually eat those cookies later in the day, just because every time you look at them, you have to physically like mentally say no to them just by looking at them. So kind of that out of sight, out of mind, (laughs) you know, it really is true. And make it easier on yourself and your willpower muscle by, um, you know, not having to make that decision like about a candy jar, you know, sitting there. Because by the time you, like you said, once you've worked all day and you're exhausted, you've made a bunch of decisions like at your job and then you come home and you see those cookies on the counter, it's much harder to say no to them by having them um, out in a visual place. But Mm -hmm. that's just like one example there. Mm-hmm. That's a great example. I love it. All right. So reflection, reflection is so important. Uh, I encourage all of you to, once you set your goals, to really just check in with yourself every week. I know with us, with our athletes, we have our athletes tell us what their wins were for the week. And so I think it's really important to just as we end and wrap up this episode to remind yourself that you also need to celebrate how well you did that week. And Um, everybody has something that they can be proud of, uh, especially if you're really being intentional with what you're doing. So make sure that you are also checking in with your, your goals and kind of monitoring your progress and, you know, celebrating that every week. Um, so 
with that, we will end this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to tag us on your story or find us on Instagram, you can go to at Prep Life Podcast or at Glam Girl Bikini and find us on IG. Or you can um, find us on our YouTube channel if you would like to watch the video and you're currently just listening to it on audio on Podbean or on Apple Podcasts. Um, We would love it if you gave us a rating or review. That just helps other people that are interested in the same topics to find us. So if you find it in your heart, please pay it forward. And if you would like to join the team, you can go to glamgirlbikini.com and hit the Get Started button. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger, signing off with my co-host, Lee Marie. Thanks for listening, guys.